Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Going it? You know, I'm. I, I got to tell you, I'm sick of you asking me that question. Yes, it's going. How about this? How about from now on, you wait for me to just say, "Hey, we're rolling." Or I'll tell you what. I'll point at you, and you can start talking. No. Every time we do a mic check, and every time we check the headphones, then I lean in and I start messing with the dials. As soon as I touch him, you start going, "Oh, is it running yet? Are the numbers going? Are we yeah, recording?" Yeah, because we were supposed to do this podcast earlier today. Okay. And you're like, oh, well, I kind of did it. We had some errands to do, but we could have done this earlier. And now you're just like, oh, okay, we got to do it I'm right now. trying to get it going. All I'm saying is that once we sit down here, what is with you every damn time asking me, have you pushed the button yet? Yeah, give me a second. I'll push the button. Christ. I want to go. We're okay. okay. You are burning it. We have wasted 53 seconds now. Wow. Of valuable time. Talking about all right, then you. shut up and do your intro. I thought we had a pre recorded intro. Do I actually have to say it every time? Yes, and you got to do a, a sponsorship. Oh, 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 yeah. Um, come on, I know I'll mess it if I don't say do it right it at the so, beginning and the end, and you're good. Um, loud. I, no, 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 I'm trying to do this. KGXT Radio brings you the Gen X Talks live podcast from Central California. Brought to you this week by Loud Trouble LLC. Heavy movers coast to coast. Don't call them, they'll call you. Something like that. Wow. <laughs> how you did we that in like one breath. How are you supposed to do any business if you tell people don't call us? <laughs> <laughs> don't call us. Don't call us ever. Actually, if you unless you know these guys, you're not going to get them to work for you. They do they're they're big lifters, like they move events. Like if you like have you ever seen a concert at Dodger Stadium and they have to move the entire um, platform, the stage, and everything into the outfield. His company moves that kind of stuff. So, so you just wasted fifty three minutes, fifty three seconds on that too. Okay, let's good. I'm sorry. So did we're you, even. Did you just say we wasted our sponsors' time? <laughs> I was I was advertising for the that. sponsor. You did, and sponsor. that was a waste of time. Wow. You did a sponsor. Guess who's going to cancel next week? Oh, I'll probably get a text from him. But <laughs> you whatever. probably will. You can't say you wasted time. Okay, everybody's Jesus waiting to hear about Christ. your procedure, 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 procedure. You big freaking baby. Wow. Wow, that's all I got to say. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do the procedure. I don't want to. No, I'm why not do, going. Why do you? Why do I sound stupid and childish you when you're sound imitating like a little me? Twelve year old, like do I? Does I was my voice? You the doctor. Does my voice sound like a twelve year old? No, not right now. But yesterday it, it did. Oh, I sounded like oh, that. You, were, you had the mopey face, and I'm driving oh you God. to the doctor, and you're just like, I don't want to go. First of all, I drove myself. Okay? Well, that's true. And but secondly, she sat there I, going, I don't want to. I just said, I would, I didn't. I told you I don't want to do this. Don't want to do this stupid procedure. I didn't sound like a whiny little 12 year old. Yes, I, you did. Even worse, maybe a five year old. I'm going on record categorically denying everything you just said as you are full of shit. And I also had to sign all your paperwork because you were like, I'm not doing it. 
I'm not okay. wearing a mask. It w- oh, now I'm not stomping your feet like a little boy. Now the mask part was true because they like they handed us a box and said, "Sir, ma'am, you need to put on a mask." First of all, I couldn't get the damn mask out of the thing. She goes, "You're not grabbing it in the middle. You're not grabbing the mask." And I'm trying to reach my paw into this little tiny Kleenex box. And I'm grabbing one, and I can't get it. And she's going, you're grabbing it by the end. Grab it by the middle. So I just gave up. And I, just, I got it for you. Yeah, I just like, that was mad then. Then I didn't put it on. I didn't either. And I just sat there. I'm like, I'm not putting this on. And then the lady comes from the side room, and she's like, are you, Mr. So-and-so, you going to come? Yeah. And she goes, you're not wearing a mask. And I'm like, no. So just tell me that I have to wear a mask, and I will more than happily walk out of your establishment. I didn't. I don't. I don't want to be there anyway. I don't want to go through medical. I know, procedures. but when you do a procedure, you have to. Okay. Well, here was my argument because I walked back there with her. She didn't make me wear the mask, and then as we got to the prep room, which was the same exact spot where you found me later, she says, "You know, you you're not wearing your mask." And I said, "Aren't you going to be sticking a camera <laughs> down my throat in like ten minutes?" Yes. Aren't you going to be all up in my face in ten minutes? Yes. Aren't you guys going to be wearing masks? Yes. All right. I'm, and I never put it on. I said, just tell oh, me. That's smart. I said, this is dumb. This is completely stupid. I'm not wearing that's a mask. Funny. I threw the mask up on the shelf with my hat because she wouldn't let me wear the hat. No. You know, there was a, the nurse that helped set me up with this. Not, not, the, not the lady who was kind of getting in my face, but there was another helper nurse. I think she was new. She looked exactly like Mrs. Big Rig on Gen X Talk staff. Interesting. I mean, I had to take a second look. I'm like, no. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And she That's said, funny. I could keep my hat on. And I said, wait a second. I can keep my hat. And she goes, yeah, because she saw me get mad. I threw my hat. I threw the mask. And I sat on the bed. Like a 12-year-old? And they had, no. <laughs> <laughs> like a dominant man who is claiming his territory. It's more like that. They wouldn't let me back there with you. No. I wanted to go back until they sedated you. Yeah. Because I knew you were going to be like, agitated and so i thought but they said no yeah they wouldn't let me back there and i'm like just let me back there till you get sedated yeah they didn't they told me that too and then so i threw my hat i threw the mask the the, behind the bed was a weird shelf that ran all the length of the room yep i saw it so they had like 10 beds and each one had a draw curtain but you had your own shelf so i threw it up there and the the younger nurse who looked like Mrs. Big Rig, looked like Ashley, she's like, well, you can just wear the hat if you want to. And I said, seriously? She goes, yeah. I said, I can wear my hat during this medical procedure. She goes, yeah, go ahead. I'm like, far out. So I grab my hat. The other lady comes walking back in. The nurse goes, put the hat down. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, she said I could wear it. She oh, goes, well, God. she's new here. I said, well, hey, teach her the rules then. I thought I was going to get to wear my hat. <laughs> yeah, well, that was like one of the first things you asked for when you were coming out of sedation. Well, they like, took my hat. That's what you kept they, saying. Well, maybe I shouldn't have said they took it, but they did. So, so wait, wait, tell wait. them about your procedure, I'm what trying. you remember. Okay, well, I remember all the stuff leading up to it. She's The, 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 the nurse that was kind of in my face, she was nice, but she was in my face. She asked me questions, and I was deliberately making her be specific. <laughs> she said I'm not surprised she said do you have high blood pressure no and I said well at the moment no and she goes well, what do you what does that mean at the moment you do not have high blood pressure I said well I do not have high blood pressure uh thanks to the medication that I'm currently taking for my high blood pressure 
She says, so you do have high blood pressure? I go, no, I'm taking medication for that. She goes, but without the medication, you would have high blood pressure. And I said, well, yeah, if I didn't have any medication, but that wasn't the question you asked me. The question you asked me was, do I have high blood pressure? To which I had to very clearly state, no, I don't. Doing, doing fine right now. Thank you very much. I don't have any high blood pressure. Everything seems okay. Thanks for asking. So it was a, it was a, that's funny. Well, it was a, I had to explain the question because you're not, you're not being very specific with your question. So that was our banter from that point on was making sure that the question she asked me, she, oh, the other one was, um, do you take medication? Now, didn't you fill out my chart that had like all my medications? Yes, I did. And she's staring at it. She goes, they always do that. Do you take medication? She goes, yes. Or I said, yes. She goes, what kind? I said, I don't know. And she goes, you don't know what medications you take? I said, no, I really don't. And I don't know because you don't tell me. You know, you just put them in the little pill caddy and I take them so every day. So it's my fault. No. You would think you would know what you take. I, okay. I know I take a thing for my thyroid and blood pressure. And I'm sure there's more because there's like five to eight pills in there every morning. So it's fine. But I didn't know. I go, didn't she write it down for you? She goes, yeah, but you don't know. I said, no, I don't know what I'm taking, but I am taking medication. She goes, did you take any today? I said, no. She said, did you take any yesterday? I said, yes. (laughs) She goes, you took your medication yesterday. I'm like, okay, I've already answered that twice. I did take it, but I don't know what it is. Can we move on? This is the way the entire procedure went. And that's a reason why I wanted to go back there. I would have glad. But they do that all the time. They say, write it down, but then they go ahead and ask you anyways. It's like, then why do you want me to write it down? I don't understand why they do that. It's on a chart. I know. They don't want to read it. And then I can see them double checking your wristband to make sure they got the right person they're talking to every single time. That's fine. Right. But I got so infuriated about that. They came in and said my first and last name. Like the 11th time they go, are you so-and-so? And And I said, I hope so. I'm wearing his underwear. (laughs) And she goes, "What? You're smart ass. Well, I was, I was so done with this, you know. I, yes. Oh my god. Same guy every time. So I mean, we got it. I haven't moved. No. That's what you should have told her. I'm still here. I'm the same guy that was in that lobby. That's right. Same guy you left right here five minutes ago. So then, um, did they, they give you an IV? Yeah, and the 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 Mrs. Big Rig girl didn't want to. Why? Because she couldn't find the vein. Yeah, they put it in your hand on top of you, your Well, hand. that was what was weird because she says, she goes, where do they normally give you an IV? And I go, I, do you, I don't know. I don't have IVs that often. I'm not a regular attender, so yeah. I don't know. I said. <laughs> I'm not a regular IV person. No, I'm not. She acted like, well, where do they always give it to you? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's only been six years since I've had an IV. Well, it's been sooner than that, but still. Yeah, you had it in the ER. Yeah. But go so ahead. I told her that my right arm isn't as good to use my left, and she couldn't find the vein. And I said, okay, I only have one rule here. <laughs> here we go. I just said don't dig around for it. Yeah, that's That is the only thing I can't stand when they look to draw blood or do something is when they poke you, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm totally okay with that. You poke it 100 times in my arm, I'm okay. But when they poke it and they start moving the needle around looking for the vein, Oh, yeah, that's nasty. Now we've crossed a pain threshold that I'm not happy about. Yeah, they're just, the anxiety level even goes up. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't even want this. So I told her, I said, that's the only rule I got. Just don't dig around for it. You can poke me as many times as you want. Just don't go searching for it once you're in there. Right. She chickened out. She goes, I'm just going to wait. 
So she got the the head nurse, Miss Miss Nurse Ratchet, <laughs> and uh, and and she couldn't find the vein either. Without poking, she goes, "You know what?" And this is what she asked me: "Do you mind if I just put it in your hand?" And I said, "Put what in my hand?" She the goes, needle. "Do you mind if I put the IV in the back of your hand?" I said, "I don't care." And I thought, why would she ask me that? What you know? I mean, is it like? Well, because if is you it going to hurt? Around, a, is it going to hurt a lot more? And that's why am I getting mm, permission to be like this is going to hurt more? Do you mind? Well, it's just like if you move your hand around, you're moving the thing around. It kind of gets in the way. Yeah, it's kind of it, annoying. It did do that. I noticed. Yeah, that. so it's she kind of annoying. she did. She put it in the back of my hand, and everything was good. And then they kept asking me to move, like move over, scooch over to your left, scooch over to your right, turn on your left, turn on your right. And finally, the lady goes, hang on, before you move him again, they had to put a bunch of bandages on the IV because it, it won't come out. And I kept telling them, I said, well, I have to use my hands to move, you know, come on. So that's why they don't do it on the back of your hand. Well, they did. And they got it done. And then they got me into that room and they put the sides up on the, on the table. And the guy goes, the doctor comes in, he goes, turn on your side. I'm like, dude, have you seen how big I am? I do not move. I do not get on my side easily. Okay. I can't. I, I said, I can't. And I look like a, I look like a fat kid digging in a candy store. If I'm trying to sweat and turn over too fast, if I'm trying to hurry, I look funny when I move. So I'm trying to be smooth about it and get up, prop myself up and turn and scoot my ass back so that when I flop on my left, I'm in the center of the bed. Understood. So I get there and I go, you know, like when you go to bed every night. Okay, now you see we t- <laughs> we were getting along just fine. <laughs> we were doing so good, and then you had to go there. Okay, I it is not unusual for a man to require thirteen pillows to sleep. That is not uncommon. Okay, that's for another podcast. We'll go there somewhere. But okay. finish your thing. So you're going on your side. So I got on my Did side. You get there, I got there. Oh well, and, thank and, God. Uh, How the, many tries? Uh, two. Oh. Well, because the first time when I when I flopped back over, my nose was up against the railing. I'm like, oh, shit, I missed. And then I had to scoot back and yeah, try it again. Yeah, they're not very big. Those beds weren't very big. No, they're not even for a normal size guy. No. Anyway, so I got there, and then I asked the guy, I go, okay, how long until I have to roll back? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, I'm not very good at this. You know. He goes, no, no, you get to stay on your side for the whole procedure. And I said, you're going to leave me on my side. Where's my 13 pillows? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you should have asked. Should I call housekeeping? Can we send up some more pillows? Yeah, if I'm going to be here for a while, where's my 13 pillows? Do you want to know the truth? The the nurse ratchet lady took the the one pillow that was on the bed, and she told me, she goes, lean, lean away from me. And so I rolled more towards my stomach. And when I rolled back, she had a pillow behind my back. Aw, so Almost, she wasn't too ratchet. No, she knew. She knew a big fat guy like me needs to be saddled in a canyon of fellows. So you got one of I 13. Got, I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it helped. It made me feel like, oh, okay, I know what's going on. All yeah, right. Well, that's good. So uh, the I, the second attempt, I landed correctly. I stuck the landing, as they say. <laughs> and I was in the right position in the bed. And then the doctor says, okay, we're going to give you. He called it something. Um, I was wondering what they gave you. And I said, what is that? And, he, and he's got such a thick accent. I couldn't I hear him. Nice guy. Yeah. But Indian or Hindu accent, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know what he said. So I just asked him, because he, he asked if I felt it, and I go, is it the dope? I go, did you give me dope? Because you know, I was trying to pick a generic word. Dopamine? Yeah, for drugs. You know, did, yeah. you, did you dope me up? Did, did you give me dope? 
And he got this look on like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I no said, idea. no, the, the dope, did, 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 he goes, we gave you the sedative, the sedative, but I forget what word. And I go, okay. So then he comes back over and he, he leans down to where his face is even with mine, like nose to nose. And he's got his eyes open. And I said, I'm still here. And he goes, <laughs> he stood up, gave him some more. And then he leaves. Yeah. And then he comes back and he looks down again. I'm like, still awake. You dude. are holding up the line, man. <laughs> there were people waiting for procedures and you're holding up the line. That's I, what he's waiting for. I'm just sitting there being me. I can't do much. I'm he pro- probably has 15 of you waiting to do this procedure. And <laughs> you were holding up the line. Well, I'm sorry that I, that I was part of an assembly line of meat cleavers that didn't get done on time that day. That's what he was doing. The third time he came back. He just started talking to the nurse. Like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And I said, I'm still awake. <laughs> and he looked down. He goes, what? And I said, I'm still awake. I'm, I'm here. Am I, am I sedated enough to do this? And he goes, yeah, you probably are. And then he took a, oh, before he, but give me the dope. He took a long straw and sprayed some stuff in the back of my. Uh, oh, to numb it? Yeah. It was like banaca. Yeah. And it numbed it, you know? And um and I was okay there, but then I maybe that's partially why he didn't understand what I was saying. Oh, uh, you were talking. He, yeah, because he did it three <laughs> times, and he's like, "Are you here?" I'm like, "I'm awake. <laughs> I'm awake." He goes, "What? I am awake. Oh, you're awake. That's what you're saying. Death. I'm saying <laughs> I'm awake." Yeah, but I said, so the fourth time he's like, he told her, he said, you got to give him more. And she was like, are you kidding? And then he goes, that's all we can give him. Yeah. You tapped out. And he's, and she's like, uh, are you sure? And he goes, yep, he'll be okay. And now I can tell by her voice and just the question, she's like, are you sure to do this? She hadn't done that before. Right. I'm, I'm sure not many have gone as no. far as you went on the Richter scale. Yeah, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, when he's like, he'll be fine. That's a vote of confidence. Like that all in that one sentence, that doctor was saying, I know we're crossing into the unknown here. We're going over the borders and the boundaries, but, good. but I think this guy's got it. I think he, I think he can pull this Let's off. Let's see how close to that line we can <laughs> go with him. Let's see what we can do with this big guy. Let's see. <laughs> you know, and with my tongue not working too good, I'm sure I'm like, wait a second, wait a second, hold on. <laughs> Should have put your hand up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Then the IV would have come out. It was in my hand. What about the other hand? Oh, yeah. The other hand. You do have two hands. I do. Uh, That's funny. So You the, weren't in there very long. Here's what the bad part was. So I remember that conversation with him. And one second later, he was wheeling. They were, they were wheeling me out. And I remember saying, did you guys give up? I mean, are we just not doing it because I didn't go out? And like, no, we did it. I go, no, you didn't. I have not, I haven't been asleep. I go, if you, if you're not going to do it, just tell me you're not going to do it. I've been awake. The, I told the nurse, I have been awake the entire time. Nobody put a camera in my, in my throat. Nobody did it. She goes, yeah, we did. Yeah, they did. So then he, the, as they're wheeling me down the hall, they stop for something. And one of the nurses comes by and she's angry with me. And she holds up this piece of paper that has two little tiny pictures on the thing. Oh yeah. And they said, see, we took, we, we've been in there and we took pictures. I go, those aren't for me. 
I go, you're full of shit. You did not take, you didn't do the procedure. I've been awake the whole time. And you're just showing me someone else's pictures so you can pretend that you, and wow, you didn't do Wow, you are just getting nasty. Because they, I'm, sweetheart, they I lied. have those pictures. They're not of me. Yes, they are. How would you know what the inside of my stomach looks like? Oh Come my on. goodness. The doctor handed me the papers. Oh, well, then it's got to be true. Okay, it got done. I don't believe them. I was awake the whole time. Oh my gosh. Well, I got to you finally. They let me come back when you were in recovery. And I told you when you got there, they didn't do it. You kept saying that. Then you wanted your hat. You said, you said, you need to go get my hat. I'm like, okay, I'll get your hat. But then you, I was looking at you and your eyes got really, really big. And then all of a sudden your eyes rolled back in your head and you were out for a little bit. I went, well, that was fun. (laughs) Then you woke up and you were like the black cat. I go, what? What black cat? What black cat? You said there was a black cat that you were chasing. I go, where? You said here. I said here at the surgery center, there was a black cat. You said, yes, I was trying to get it. I go, where is it? Did you catch it? He goes, no, it disappeared. You were chasing a black cat. I don't remember chasing a black cat. Yeah, well, that's what you told the nurse and I. You were getting a black cat. Black cat. And then all of a sudden you shifted to your hat. I want my hat. Well, you know what? There's probably a trained psychologist out there that knows the deep metaphors in searching for a black cat. That you has know, the black cats something. are not good. Yeah, maybe I was trying to save the world from the black cat. Like, if I can capture the not good thing, I'm, I was probably trying to help. Okay, so then the nurse told me that they did the procedure. The doctor got all the way to your stomach, and yeah. then you were trying to pull the thing out. You actually moved your hand to I was, where the doctor I, no, was. No, they said I was out. No, they said they you moved, and that's when he hurried up, took the pictures, and then pulled because, it out. Because I was doing what? You were trying to pull the tube out, so you subconsciously knew there was something down your throat. You're going to go do it. He's like, now, the wait doctor a, said now, no. Now, wait a second. They, they, okay, first of all, I think they're lying. I don't think I was ever out. Now they're saying, you were out completely. You were out. We did the procedure. You were out. Oh, and by the way, while you were out, you started grabbing at things? Yes. Come on, pick one. Was I out or was I not? Well, I don't, you were in twilight. That's not like completely out. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I wasn't out. Out. But they, they did the procedure. That's bullshit. There's, Whatever. Okay, so now they're accusing me of grabbing the camera and pulling it out of my mouth. Well, you were trying. You didn't. You didn't master that, but you were trying. So the doctor came to me while you were going in and out of consciousness and saying, uh, "You were making comments," and he said, "I got the pictures. I got the diagnosis. But next time for the colonoscopy, he's going out totally out." He goes, he's not doing Twilight. I said, fine with me. Well, of course it'd be fine with you. What do you I'm care? Like, Knock that boy out, man. I wanted you to do that this time. I know how you're going to act. I, I wasn't misbehaving at all. I was. Oh, no, not at all. I was asleep or they said I was. Uh, no, not it's, at all. That's bullshit. So then she said they were going to do blood pressure three times on Wait, you. So did they get the answers? Yes. Or not? Was they Because you acted like you had to hurry. Well, he did, but he got his diagnosis from that end, from throat to stomach. Okay. You have a hiatal hernia, which is from your stomach to the esophagus. It's kind of like it it expands a little bit. All right. And then you have mild gastritis, which is like acid reflux. So, okay. So what's the problem? I'm not asking about that stuff that put me in the pain, not the pain that put me in the hospital. Not that. I'm talking about the stuff up here that makes it where I can't breathe, where I choke. 
and I get all swollen They said up. your throat was fine. It could be, we'll have to find out, it could be the hernia, you know, doing stuff to your esophagus. Not sure. We'll have to get more information, but they didn't go into many details because you were holding up the line. Oh, well, Doctor far, had to go. far be it for me to, you know, I'm sorry that I couldn't go in the express line, you know, but of with, getting checked out. But with sitting in the recovery room, the, there was a few doctors that were coming in to explain to the other people in the, right. you know, different places that those two things were quite familiar to the they're team. Common. <laughs> yeah, they're common. Okay. Because I heard those terms multiple times to multiple people, so... You don't have anything you know why? abnormal. Do you know why you heard those common terms? Why? You know why they heard tell that? Tell me. I'll why? tell you. Because I'm, I'm waiting. Because they show that same damn picture to everybody. It's not even oh their stomach. You see, I figured it out. They're just showing you the pictures and going, he's got the high little hernia and the something esophagus closing. Then they take the same picture to Here the next guy. Here comes conspiracy There you go. There. Here it's, comes the conspiracy Do you theory. think it's, okay, Here well, how, it comes. What, what are the chances? Yep. What are the chances? Here chan- it is. What are the chances of all the people in there having the same diagnosis? None. And you fell for it. You didn't even put two and two together. Doesn't that make more sense that they're, that I, I'm right, I didn't go out and they show? You didn't tell me that everybody in there had the same diagnosis. That okay, is bullshit. Okay, let's move along. I'm not going here. I just uncovered like major... A conspiracy theory. Well, how else would you like me to prove it other than the evidence you yourself have presented? Okay. Telling you. So finally, after they did the blood pressure checks, she wanted you to sit up on the side of the bed. Yeah, I kind of remember that. And you sat up on the side of the bed and you went, I'm not sick. Not sick. (laughs) But I swear to God, you sounded drunk. I can sit up. Because they kept telling me you're going to be nauseated when you're done with this. It's okay if you feel nausea when you're done with this. So, of course, that's the first thing I checked, that I wasn't sick. Nope. And then we asked if you could walk out, and you went, nope, can't walk out. Yeah. So we got you in a wheelchair. Yeah. I remember- kind of fell into it, to be honest with you. I remember the wheelchair and going out to the car and most of the ride home, and then bits and pieces. There was no way I could go on last night and do the, the YouTube show. No. I could. There's no way. No. So we got you into the car and you kind of slouched to one side and you were in and out. But luckily, we didn't have a long drive home. No. So then I, I, before I left, I, I texted Gen Z Kid and said, okay, meet us out front with the wheelchair because there was no way we were going to get you in the house. I, I wasn't sure if you could have walked it. I don't think I could have walked up there only because every time I stood up, I could get my bearing. But then as soon as I took a step, I was lightheaded and dizzy again. Yeah, so we wheeled you in. And do you remember us almost tipping you over? No. <laughs> the front door? <laughs> oh, yeah. He he tried to back me in the front door. Yeah. And he didn't slow down. He hit the lip of the door and the wheelchair got stuck and back overwards I went. Yes, we both. Because I was pushing, he was pulling. You were frantically trying to pull me back towards yeah. you. He was frantically trying to lift the wheelchair up and I'm staring at the stealing going. It was hilarious. Oh. We just looked at each other and well, laughed. Well, for but you guys it was. We got you in the door. Yeah, and, and then, then the next time, he, go, he you guys go, wham, clack, oh my God, they catch me, set me up, and then you went, okay, slower this time. Yeah, so we got you to, I said, are you going upstairs? And you're like, yeah, I, I'm going upstairs. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if you can do the stairs. Now, I was really nervous about that. But I, rem- and at this part I remembered, I got on the bottom step, and I'm like, and I think you put the kid behind me. Yeah, you said, oh, that's really far. far. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember going, okay, 
lean forward. If you're going to fall, fall forward. I remember telling myself that. Yeah, I put the kid behind you. Yeah, so we made it I said, just get him up to his chair. Just get him in the chair. Yeah. So you did. Got up to my desk. But the funny thing is, I said, you can't eat for an hour. I said, you have like 30, 40 minutes until you can eat and drink. And you go, I want Taco Bell. I'm like, Taco (laughs) Bell? Uh." I'm like, why is that like your first thing you want? I don't know. It just had a craving. So I think I left to go get you some water. Yeah. And I think... Gen Z kid walked in the room and you told him again. <laughs> and the next thing I know is I'm looking for him. And our daughter says he went to Taco Bell. I said, he did what? <laughs> I'm like, no, he can't eat Taco Bell. No, and no, you didn't say I couldn't eat Taco Bell to the kid. You put a time limit on it. I didn't get to talk to him. He took off to Taco Bell. <laughs> So when he got home, I had to check the clock and go, he should not be eating this. Oh my God, this is going to be disgusting. I'm glad you got me water because I hadn't had any water since 930 the night I know, but you had Taco Bell. Can we look at the good thing that I was doing there, that I was really thirsty and engaging in some fresh refrigerated Hawaiian water? I was exhausted. And then Gen Z kid goes, I'll do the live stream. I'm like, I'm so tired. And I was running up and down the stairs checking on you. Oh, and you poor thing. Staff, I'm I'm glad my medical procedure didn't wasn't too hard on you. No, but staff jumped in and they did the sheets and the moderating and everything, so that was pretty cool. So I, you finally fell asleep in your chair. Yeah, I remember that because I woke up my neck hurt because I was laying backwards in the chair. Yeah, and then you finally said you wanted to go lay in bed, and once yeah. your head hit the pillow, you were gone. You were out. And I woke up this morning not groggy anymore, but like uncommonly tired and i slept pretty good last well, night because they gave you a lot of sedative well that's the problem is that now it comes up to being it's getting close to all day we had errands that we ran and then um we um i did all the all the gen x talks work for the kid that list he gave me took me like three hours and then i realized we didn't do a podcast and the live stream's coming up on facebook and i'm going there's no way i can do it I am tired right now like I hit a like I hit a wall. Like someone just drained all the energy out from me right now. Yeah. I'm like, this is it. I can either do the podcast with you or maybe I could do the live stream, but there's no way I can talk. I think you those. need one more night off. I think you need to go to bed and sleep off one more night. A couple people that I've talked to about this have said with the amount of stuff they gave you. Um, you you probably could have felt groggy today, and I'm glad I didn't. But it's I guess it's not uncommon to be overly tired because of the amount of stuff they gave me. Yeah, right. but you did well this morning when we went out for a little bit. I think that helped, like getting out, getting some fresh air. I did. Like I that. drove and I didn't run into any other cars. Yeah. So so um, the kids' grades are up. Oh, I was going to ask you about that. Did those teachers ever get back to you on that? Did they ever well, write you back? A couple. Not all of them. I know. You're not going to say it in here just in case one of them's listening. You don't want to say, eh, this one teacher won't email me back. Not doing their job. I know. You yeah, don't want to say it. But they're up. He's on. He caught up over the weekend. We have a clean slate going forward, but I have a feeling I'm going to have to just watch every single day or every other day and check to make sure that he doesn't fall I'm behind. I'm getting a feeling you're going to have to drag him across that stage. Just like all the other seven kids. It feels like that senior year. This I'm so glad this is the last one. I know, me too. You can't keep doing this. You know, and, and here's, too old for this shit. Here's what I don't understand about. I'm going to say Gen Z kid, but there's a lot of kids that are just as stupid as he is. So you force him 
this last weekend, we had a three-day weekend, you force him get all of his assignments done. Yes. I was amazed at how much work you printed out for him to do. Yes. I couldn't believe the number of the assignments, and I'm going, holy shit, there's no way. And then like four of them out of 60, four of them, he goes, these are one-hour videos I have to watch Mm -hmm. and answer questions as I go. And I go, that's four hours just on these four. Yeah, because he has to take notes, video notes on those things. So it's not like you can skip through them. He has to have... no pages of notes for him i know so you go through all this yes monday night comes around he turns in his work that he's got it all done and everything's set and now you've got him all caught up every class clean slate Mm -hmm. and he was late for school the next day i know it's like are you out of your goddamn mind (sighs) this is your fresh start this is your return your triumphant return this is your this is your triumphant return to the school. You're you're all set. You're ready to go. You're wearing your armor. You've got your sword, and you're like, yeah, I just got to go get some Taco Bell or something on my way to school. I don't think he did that. No, he just lazy. Just, just like my God, you know, um, you gotta. We're we're all pumping you up to fight hard, and you come in like. Yeah. He only has like, if you take out all the weekends and days off, I think he's got like three months left because they stop in like the middle of May technically. And then they have all these senior activities. So I think he only yeah, has no, to like the middle of May. I think he's got like 110 days. Of I think school. it's less than that. Cause Is you got to throw in spring oh, break and weekends, and, weekends Wait, and holidays. 10, 20 not days that a month, many. 20, 40. No, you're right. It's like 20 days a month. For, for school, five days a week. He doesn't have much left to high school. No, it's 20, it's almost done. 40, six, not even 60 days. Yeah, I know. But it feels like forever. Wow. To me, it feels like forever. <laughs> You're the one I dragging. I should have, this should be my <laughs> eighth, ninth Diploma. High school diploma. I'm telling you, there's a couple of kids that your name should have been on that diploma with Absolutely. theirs because you drugged them through that. Absolutely. I agree with that. So I've been working on the uh, East Coast trip. Holy mackerel. I don't know. I, I get what we're doing but I have no idea how you're going to plan, be even begin to plan this out. I am. I, I know we have to be in Virginia. Well, I don't know exactly the date. I'm Close. working that out. But when I find the date that we have to be in Virginia for a wedding, I'm going to back out from there and then, you know, how we're getting home. So Virginia is going to be our middle. Do you, have the, do you have the cities now that are tentatively on our schedule? Um, unless we change. Yeah, unless we change it. I use the word tentatively. I did, yeah, right? it looks like we're going down uh, Flagstack, uh, Flagstaff, Flagstaff, I couldn't even say Arizona, Albuquerque, Albuquerque, Amarillo, yeah. Oklahoma City, Memphis, Nashville, Mrs. Four, Dayton, yeah. Greensboro. I feel like I'm missing some. That's why I asked if you had the list. I don't. And then I think it's Virginia. I think that's kind of where we, where I am right at the moment. And if we do this right, they're not spaced out too far apart. We should be able to uh, stop and see some people. Yeah. The thing I think I'm, I'm pushing us out from California since we've been through like Vegas and stuff. Right. I'm pushing us into Arizona. The first like day is going to be like a push out of the state. You right. Know, get but out. I mean, if we get to some place where we can say, hey, we're pulling in around two in the afternoon and at five or six, six o'clock after yes. everybody gets off work, we're having dinner yes, here. That's if the nobody plan. shows up, I'm just going to have dinner. We're still going to have dinner. Yeah. But if people show up, then we can be, we can hang out. Yes. Okay. So those cities that you said 
are tentatively on the schedule, but we don't know the days yet for sure. Yeah, because I haven't, it just depends on when that wedding is that your friends, um, now that's, Jenix, Jenix dad's best friend is getting married in middle of October. I believe I got to verify the date. So what about our way home? Have you figured out anything on that yet at well, all? Well, that's what I was talking to you about. I said, maybe we need to go more North going and come down South going home because of where it falls in October. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I'm working on it. I'm hoping to get some tentative cities so we can put it up on the website so right. people can start kind of figuring out. Well, it, it, of course, it changes everything if you're going to hit all those cities you just mentioned after the wedding. It changes yeah. it for everybody. It's like exactly. three weeks apart. But yeah, I think if we put it up on the website where people can at least see what cities we're going yeah. to, then we can work out when. Yeah, if that's on the on the coming home end, if that's from Virginia home. Yeah. Then going maybe northern part, yeah. like through Denver, Kansas, up right. above right there, like through okay. Louisville, Kentucky and over. That's about north of where we're going with that. So okay. I'm working well, on it. I'm, and I'm that's, trying. That's all I'm trying to figure out is just kind of a loose idea of yes. what days we're going to and when. And then I can put it up on the website and say, tentatively, the, this is the path. You can, we yes. can put up a map up there, too. We could put up a map and say, this is where we're going and roughly on these days. If little things change like, oh, we're not quite going to that city, but we're going to go to this one next to it, that's not a big deal. Yes. That won't that won't bother people yes. much. That's kind of my plan. I get so. what you're saying there. Hey, um, also, yeah, uh, we've been watching Justified again. Yeah, because I'm getting ready. I'm getting. We're going to be in Kentucky and Tennessee, the Smoky Mountains, <laughs> the Blue Ridge Highway. And what better way to refamiliarize yourself? I've been there a few times, but it's been a while. I got to. I got to get familiar again with with the people and the culture. I got. I had to learn how to say holla. Go back up in that holler. And you don't even know what a holler is, do you? Uh, wasn't Justified filmed in California? Okay, that's not the point. The point is I'm using the TV series to get familiarized with the people. So why? Because someone might be looking for you? No, no one's looking for me. They're, How do you know? Okay, first of all, anything that I might have done back in those days, statute of limitations is way over. Okay, no one's looking for me in any of the cities we're going to go to. How do you know? Except maybe Amarillo. And that was only because of one night that I spent in a hobo village. That's the, the only one. Oh, please expand on that story. I don't want to. <laughs> it's, if that's um, the, if you that's, brought it up. But if that's the only place that might be, in, that the statute of limitations might still be enforceable, why on earth would I incriminate so myself? So do you want me to bypass Amarillo? No, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be okay. All I'm saying is that when I go, when we go back uh, through the, up the Blue Ridge Highway, I want to feel like I belong. And I think watching the Justified TV series will help me <laughs> with my accent. I know what kind of a cowboy hat to get now. I'm going to get one like Raylan Givens. Okay. I'm going to start pronouncing things like Raylan does. I see. Okay. I'm going to fit in. I am not going to. I gonna... think you just need to sit on the porch with Mrs. Four and have some moonshine and <laughs> find out from her I can't, what's going on. If I have one jar of Mrs. Four's 
peach, peach moonshine, I will fall off that front porch and go to sleep. You'll have to leave me there till morning. And I'm sure she would let you. <laughs> she, she wouldn't care at all. She'd lock the she door on her way in. She goes, I'll pick you up in the morning. <laughs> That's probably what's going on. Well, no, I think I'm good on all the towns we're going to. There's going to be no problems. Okay, well... Give me a heads up if, you know, I have to avoid something, okay? Also, I want to tell you that we were the witness uh, recently to a modern-day miracle. Wait. What? I have a question. So what? Gen Z kid came in and saw the map. Yeah. And said, so, you know, he was asking where the cities were and everything. And I, right. I was telling him, and I said, yeah, this is like, it's going to take us to day 11 to get to the coast. Day 11 in a car? I'm like, yeah, I, just to get to the East I Coast. I heard him. I know. And he goes, now, wait a minute. So we're doing a tour, <laughs> but not a professional touring company. I oh, said, I am your professional I'm sorry, tour. sweetheart. No, we're not running Motley Crue's old tour bus. That's what he said. He goes, so we're touring, but I'm like, I am your tour guide. In okay? a pickup truck. <laughs> I'm like, dude. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I know. Did you think we're going to have a big, like a bus driver and a big, he's seen yeah, videos. Yeah, with the wrap of Gen X talks around. I'm That's like, right. you're not that big yet, Had the big dude. Gen X talks logo. I had to logo. burst his bubble when wow. he said that. And he goes, oh, okay. It was almost like, oh. Was like, oh, I, but I'll go, he said. I'm like, yeah, I bet you I will. Heard, I overheard you guys talking. Part of it in the beginning for him was like, oh, 11 days in the car? I go, you're that's like, just there. That's just on the way there. He's like, <laughs> what? And then you started to get curt with him. He's like, no, no, I want to go. I want to go. Like, dude, don't go. You can stay here and take care of the dogs and the chickens. And dad and I can just go. We will have a great time touring right. the country. We do not need you. And no, 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 no. I'm going. I'm going. It's fine. Well, I tried to explain to him. I go, this was our vacation when we were younger. This is what we did for. We did not go to you got, Hawaii. You we got didn't go the, to You Mexico. got in the family station wagon. That's right. And you took off. We didn't go on cruises. No. We got in the station wagon, you're right, and we just left. You got in the station wagon with, we had American Express Traveler's Checks. That's right. Remember those? And <laughs> a Thomas right. Guide. Well, I was telling you about that AAA trip ticket. Yeah, trip I'd never ticket. heard of that one. No, some people might know it. So we got in that. Yeah, when you left home, you left home. Like, you left home. You were you gone. You didn't take a phone with you. No. You were gone. No, nope. you had to trust your neighbors were watching your house for you. Yep. And then when you got to your final destination, your neighbors would call and go, well, you got a message from your neighbors three days after you left your house burned down. <laughs> that's how you found shit out. So you know? that's what we're doing. We're doing the good old fashioned. Yep. It's a real road trip. Yes. National Lampoon's vacation. Absolutely. That's what we're planning. So anyway, back to my modern miracle. What's your modern miracle? So I, I'm not talking politics and religion and stuff but do you know Don Are you sure? Yes, do you know Don Lemon? Yeah, I know of him. The he's a commentator on CNN. He yeah. got in trouble. They 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 booted him from his show and they put him on it like another show in the morning where he didn't want to be with like four other people and he's like used to be the only host. After like a week or two, he snapped. Mm. He just snapped out on TV and went after some people and they're like, "Okay, dude, the serious hammer is coming down." Oh shit. They suspended him. And said you're going to go to sensitivity training, and you're going to—I don't know—and you're going to work this out. He was suspended one day, went to sensitivity training the next day, and on the third day he was back. Wow! Now Howard Stern pointed out. Wow! And I and I kind of aligned myself a little bit with my buddy Howard and said, "Howard's like, wait a minute, I've been an insensitive asshole my entire life." 
Whoever this genius is that can fix that in one day. That's amazing. Yeah. It's you got to find that person. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to could say. could save the whole country. I'm trying to say, you know, I think Howard Stern and I could each spend a day Maybe with... Maybe we could have a come to Jesus meeting with everybody. Whoever this person is, I think we whatever they charge, it's one day. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> we'll just have them all come We could have meeting. a revival in one day and this guy can heal us all. And, and I think... Sensitivity training is done. <laughs> I think I should go. <laughs> Who is this person? I don't know. Howard He's Stern. walking on this earth. Howard Stern didn't know either, but man, he wanted to find He goes, he, Howard Stern says, he goes, I've been in therapy for 30 years trying to become <laughs> more sensitive. He goes, if this guy can fix you in a day, he goes, what am I doing? Wow. Howard Stern can't even afford him. How do you know? Well, if it's taken him 30 years, I mean... Well, it didn't take that guy 30 years. It took his therapist yeah, 30 so years. Yeah, so can you imagine what it cost for him? CNN paid for this one sensitivity well, maybe we, training? Maybe if Howard and I go together, they'll give us a discount, two for one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd let you know. Sensitivity training revival has there come There is somebody into a out there who can solve my problem. I want you to know there is a person in the world who, who exists who can take care of this. Oh, well, good. Less of an asshole I shall be. Wow. I don't know. I think we need a few assholes around. Okay, so now you don't want me to get the therapy. Well, I wish I you'd mean, make up your mind. I mean, do I get to pick and choose what no, I want the sensitivity training on? No, this is, you don't get to sit out front like you did at the doctor's office and fill out all my paperwork. Yeah, you I want to check the boxes. No, now that's where I was going to say. You can't check the boxes. Fix this. Leave that alone. No, no, definitely fix this, fix this, fix this. No, that is not how you do this. That would be very cool. <laughs> Therapy is a global approach. Now, if they could fix you, that's a goddamn miracle. Well, I'm willing to give it a go if they are. Oh, I just I'm don't sorry. Know who... I just used God's name in vain. I don't know who they are, though. Neither does Howard. No. I'm sorry. I used God's name in vain. Yeah, I heard you. I, I don't want... Okay. What are you going to do? Rewind it and erase it? No, it's okay. I'm going to turn the volume up on that part. All right. All right. Look, we got to go. Um, yes, I got to go. Do you know why? Because I'm hungry. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm starving. You made those little sausage thing that were super salty sausage things. And then wasn't you, sausage. And then you added, salt, you added salt to them. It wasn't sausage. I felt like I was eating a and broken... And it wasn't even for you. I felt like I was eating a broken horse lick. That's what I felt like you I know, was eating. You know, be careful. I'm the person that feeds you. Yeah, today I was careful and with, I didn't complain. And now I feel like I should have because it was terrible. It was... Sausage stuff. I don't even know what it was. What was it? Tread lightly. What was it? It was steak. No. Yeah, it was steak, well, but it wasn't very good. Then I you, told you that. If it was, if that was supposed to be steak, you really foobarred it, because there's no way anyone would have guessed that steak. Because when I tell you why I did it, I cooked it for the dogs. <laughs> Oh my God. Did you seriously? I did. And you were like, I want, it smells so good. It did I wanna, smell good. I want to try some. And I went, okay. Oh my God. You fed me dog food. Well, dog steak. That, that was not steak. That yeah, well, you not wanted steak. it. So you ate it. It smelled good in, from the kitchen. It's, you should have told me. That's yeah. why you covered it in salt. So I wouldn't know it was dog food. Yeah, Whatever. Well, it teaches you. Yeah, to just check my food. I'm going to make you eat it first next time. I tried it. And did you think it was good? No, it was really tough. That's why it ended up to be dog food. Yeah. 
You said you made it for them first, though, so I don't believe you now. <laughs> I don't believe one word you're saying. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, All right. Say goodbye. We got to get out of here. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. We do. It's always fun to sit down and just talk about what we're doing. Um, we'll see you next week. Next week. And she's gone. All right. Look, I got to go. I really am hungry. I really am super tired. I have no idea. I like, like I said, I feel like I hit a brick wall. Anyway, but we got it done. So now, Two Bear and his financial uh, guru of the dealership down at Route 66 Car Show, which we're going to be at March 11th, Saturday, March 11th, will be in Fontana. This, just Google it. Google Route 66 Car Show, Southern California. You, there's only one. It's a big one. We're going to be there March 11th. Come see us. Um, we're going to be there early. Don't come like at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. No, 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 no. Won't be there. But we're going there early. So anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I'm tired and I'm hungry and I got to get out of here. I got to go eat. I got to take a shower and I got to crash out. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I know that uh, it takes a little bit of your time, but if you're going to waste an hour, why not waste it with us? We're as good of a waste of time as any of your friends. We are. I promise you. Anyway, I got to go. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for putting up with us again. Loud Trouble LLC is our sponsor of the podcast currently and dig those guys a ton. So I got to get out of here and I promise you one thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Yeah.